You are listening to the WW Phil Podcast, your guide to feel good. Phil is an everyday guy who wanted to feel good. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Now let's join our host, Phil, for today's conversation about wellness and feeling good. Hey, family, welcome back. And I am so excited to have another conversation with you. Super thankful that you're able to join us and listen in. Tonight's guest is a twofer. Yes, that's right. We have the lovely Miss Emily with us and her husband, Josh, even joins in. They're WW rock stars, of course, and also both WW coaches. So let's go now and let's listen to this wonderful conversation that I had with Emily and Josh. Hi. What's up? Man, I don't know. How are you? Good. How are you? I am just lovely. Excited to get to chat with you and see what's going on in your world. Yes. Yay. Cool deal. Well, has the, uh, has the weather been giving y'all any sunshine at all out there? We had a glimmer of it. I think that was Monday. Yeah, but you were out like, walking like during lunchtime. Yes. And it was so funny because Jen, finding Jen again up in Seattle, uh, like back to our back-to-back stories as we were both out walking in the sunshine because, dude, the I rain. I have lived in Washington State my whole entire life, and I, I'm not used to the rain. It right about now where it has rained what feels like two months straight. Yeah. It weighs on you. It weighs on your mood. It so we're uh I think it's supposed to be okay on Sunday and so we are getting outside to do something. Hope. <laughs> Hopeful. Yeah, we it's gotten cold here. Last last Wednesday and Thursday we had snow on the ground, no school for two days. Like nice. we had like six inches of snow on Wednesday and then so that cleared out school on Friday and then everything's been normal this week. But like today got down to like negative one wind chill, like 10, oh 11, 12 gosh. degrees, something like that or something. It's pretty insane. So too, too cold to be out, but anyway, See, we don't have that. school tomorrow because we build in snow days that mm-hmm. if we don't have school, we make them up. But since we didn't get any snow this year, we just have a random day off school. All right. so, what, what do you teach? I teach second grade. Oh, second grade. I have a kindergarten. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, this is my seventh year in second grade. Um, awesome. I love it. It's cool. the hardest, best, most rewarding, most draining, <laughs> all of the above job that you can have. But well, And you, and you come home to three kids, right? So. Yes. I have a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and a two-year-old. Oh. And so they have all been instructed to be downstairs with daddy. So you might see somebody come by. It is all good. But we'll go with it. Awesome. Well, I'll start these off almost the same way I've already told you. I just want to know kind of like where you were, like when you found out that WW existed and like where you were when, when you said, man, I think I can give WW a try. And maybe you've done that a few times and how, yes. how, and what was a little bit different that made it stick this time. So just kind of tell me where you ever found out about WW. Okay. So the first time I joined was in 2006. Uh, I had just graduated high school and um, I joined with my mom um, and I went to meetings with her um, and I did it for probably the summer after I graduated. And then it's so dumb, but 
I just hit a plateau and thought, oh, this isn't working. I quit. Yeah. Which is mm. so far from what you should do. But yeah. um, then went through college, gained the freshman, probably almost 30. Um, wow. And then kind of was just accepted that I was just going to be overweight and got married and had our first baby, had our second baby. And then I just kind of that way that those years become kind of don't, don't think about your weight. It's not, you know, I just, I'm not going to care about it. I'm, that's just how yeah. I'm going to, I'm just going to be overweight. Well, then I went to the doctor for an issue with the toe. And uh, when the doctor left, I saw on the chart that it said obese. And that just like, oh crap. I was 28 at the time. And, you know, it was, it, at that point, it was no longer about looking cute or, um, you know, being looking good in a bikini anymore. I mean, but it was, at that point, it was about my health. And at that point, I had two kids and I had to do something. So this was about October of 2016. And once again, my mom had just rejoined and i said okay i'll do it with you and it, i just fell in love with the program and above all i fell in love with the community and the camaraderie that i found at my meetings um on instagram connect um you know that is something that ww has that a lot of other weight loss programs don't have yeah. And it became the vital piece to my success. And so um, I lost almost 50 pounds and hit lifetime in April of 2017 and maintained that all summer and then got pregnant with our third baby. And, you know, she was 100% planned, but I attribute my healthy weight to having a healthy pregnancy, a healthy delivery. Um, so she was born in April of 2018 and it took me almost a year to get back to my lifetime weight, but I made it. Yeah. <laughs> and so now, and then you became a WWE just, employee. And now, yes. Okay. So that's another component is, uh, through my success, I found that, um, I was inspiring people along yeah. the way, which I never in a million years thought that starting this, I mean, I was just a regular old girl just trying to get healthy. And, but, um, you know, people are looking for, oh, if she can do it, I can do it. And so yeah. finding that inspiration, I thought I would love to work for this company. So, so I applied and, and now I'm coach and I absolutely yeah. love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. So you said, so if she can do it, I can do it. And we can go back and talk any more about your story, whatever you want. But like, yeah. what, what was it that you were doing that you don't do anymore? What was I doing? Um, so all through college, I worked at Starbucks. Okay. That was my job. And I truly, 
I, I drank most of my calories in. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I think my go-to beverage that I would have is the upwards of 35 points is what I calculated. Multiple, and, and multiple times a day. Okay. I mean, so, so bad. So uh, that is one thing that I do not do anymore. And it's, and it's funny because even when I'm like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to have a high point day. I'm having that drink is not, does not even sound good anymore. It, yeah, I would, I would guess that your body would not take it the same way. It doesn't like yeah. that much sugar. It just oh, doesn't even sound good anymore. So I, I found an alternative uh, to my coffee drink and, you know, and that's what I tell people that this has to be sustainable. And in order to make it long-term, you have to find those substitutions because if you feel deprived and if you feel like, oh, I can't wait for this to be over so I can go back to how I was, you're not gonna yeah. stick with it. So, so finding those alternatives makes WW livable, which is Absolutely. the most vital part of this whole thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what are some things that you can do now that you couldn't do back then? Oh my gosh. Um, I have ran two half marathons, All right. which, uh, if you would have told me that four years ago, I would have laughed. Wow. I was the one I was, I was fairly athletic in high school, but I, I, I was the one that like ran running the mile in PE mm -hmm. dreaded that day. Yeah. <laughs> and now, running has become my therapy and um, something that my husband and I do together, which I didn't even mention him. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> Three kids but, you talked about, <laughs> husband, yeah, you know. He's busy. <laughs> so really quick about him. Um, so when I lost my weight the first time, he was very, very supportive, mm -hmm. um, but was not ready to, to join me. And, okay. you know, I talked to many people that their spouse, they're, I'm trying to get my husband to join. Why they won't, they don't want to do it. How did you get Josh to do it with you? And I just say, they have to be ready on their own. You can peer pressure them all you want, but until they decide on their own, they're not going to be successful. So, so after I had um, Violet, our third baby, he was like, okay, I'm ready. So he joined with me and he lost almost a little over 75 pounds. Wow. And, awesome. and he is also a coach. So we are our little dub dub family over here. And <laughs> we, you know, just last week, our, one of our guides to the workshop that we go to, you know, we have a, a 7am and a 9am and he goes to the seven o'clock and comes home and then relieves the kid me for the kids and then i go to the nine o'clock and she was like you guys are so you guys just make it work and that that's what i tell people i mean it's a priority to us and same thing with our workouts he joined a gym that has an early morning workout so that he goes in the early morning and then i go at night yeah um, it, it's a priority for us and it's it's a we schedule it just like we schedule anything else and we make it work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to do that. And, and you know, the truth about 
for I would say saying this so that other people that would ultimately watch this uh, is you have to kind of be willing to like let someone stay behind because yeah. if you if you had waited on Josh to do your journey it might not have fit for you trying to do it in 2018 after having the third kid for the first time it was maybe that discipline that you learned the first time that allowed it to happen the second time that inspired him to actually join you Absolutely. know so that's and that's a hard thing to do I know uh, and it's not like I, I mean, I'm not trying to say he wasn't unsupported. He could be super supportive, but if he's not participating, that's a different thing. Right. Uh, and right. I think that there's a lot of people that kind of like don't fully engage themselves waiting on someone else. And, right. you know, we we can't do that because this is not an information game uh, where you just need all the information. And then it certainly start, starts to happen. No, this is an actual participation game and you have to do the work for yourself. Totally. And, you know. It's, it's not selfish. You know, sometimes no. oh, it is, I feel like I'm not being as good of a mom or, you know, how do you leave your kids at night to go work out? Well, my kids are growing up seeing a mom that going to Zumba on Tuesday, Thursdays and running on Saturdays, that's part of our life. And they see that and I want that for them. I want them that yeah. they are my why. Yeah. To, to I, I hope that they never have to struggle with their weight or their body image. You know, having three girls, it's the hardest thing that I dread is having negative body image and and that. So that's why I, my, they're like I said, they're my why, and I try try to always talk positively about. Yeah. You know, we we eat. These, we talk about um, sometimes foods versus anytime foods and, you know, donuts are sometimes and apples are anytime and just yeah. really trying to teach and instill in them balance and, and not restrictive and not looking at foods that, as good and bad. And, Absolutely. So do you feel like that uh, some of that, like as far as like the body image and how you approached all that when you were a teen and in the high school and stuff, was that something that totally. was placed on you? Oh, how yeah. did that happen uh, to you? I was a cheerleader in high school. And I mean, it's just part of high school and the, the image that you're the way you're supposed to look and um, yeah. It sucks, and I wish that it wasn't part of growing up, but yeah, it is. So what? What? What do you think the steps were for you? I mean, I, I feel like at least now that you have a pretty solid health, healthy image of how Emily is of yourself, and you see yourself in the mirror, and you see the stuff that you've done. How? How did that grow? I think just getting older and and maturing and. Um, really realizing what's important and, and it wasn't about looks per se. It was really more about my health and wanting to be around for my kids and yeah. um, making that a priority and not, whereas before I think more, the, the motivation was looking a certain way mm -hmm. and I think really shifting your mindset to having a different perspective helped. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think 
when we first start this, you know, the, the standard WW thing is, you know, track, come back, go to your workshops, those kind of things. But then after that, you know, start figuring out some of the components. And then soon after that, I don't know when it technically is, and I don't know that WW would ever say when it is, but, you know, four, six, eight weeks in, you start to figure out there is a reason that I'm coming and setting yes. these chairs every week. There is a reason. And whatever it is, is a valid reason. It doesn't matter. Even if it is for vanity reasons, that is a valid reason for you to do that. Uh, the, the thing for me, and I would always say to a coach is like, is that reason sustainable? And right. is it going to be valuable? Is it going to be valuable to you when you achieve it? And yes. if it is not going to be full value to you when you achieve it, then you need another one that is more expensive. You need to earn right. that one and you need to earn the next one. And they, they seem to keep coming. I even storied about this earlier today because I feel like there's a lot of us that we set these, because this week we're talking about goals, like, you know, long-term, right. long-term goals. And then we're also talking about the little steps that it takes to get there. And don't, I just don't want people to underestimate the value of actually being able to exponentially move the needle on how much they can grow. Because yeah. you see, you know, if you need to lose 100 pounds, you lose a pound a week, 100 weeks, 100 weeks, you're done. What have you done? If you haven't grown in your mindset by like 10x, then losing 100 pounds can come real back in like three months. You can gain it three times as fast as you lose it. So that's that's why like, I'm like, come on now, let's figure out some real goals and some things like some things that you can achieve. So like what what now that you've done this and like we can talk about some of some of the cool stuff that you've got to do i think maybe sometime you got to facetime with somebody important i don't know you know don't, like, somebody might know her i don't know yeah yeah i get to go tomorrow to, to uh, i'm so uh, jealous yeah. she's yeah. not coming up here i was praying that she would come to seattle yeah is it too yeah, far to drive that, to san francisco uh it's a deep drive yeah we okay. have a couple people from our workshop that are flying yeah, um, we probably get a cheap flight to Denver, even cheaper than that. Right. Yeah, we we we're, should have made it happen, but yeah, that uh, that will go down as one of the most awesome experiences. All right, so what uh, kind of behind the scenes here? Like, what was the prep on that? Because obviously you weren't just sitting at home, not ready for your phone <laughs> to ring. But like, what it, what was the prep for that? So WW reached out and asked if uh, Josh and I wanted to be part of their next marketing campaign. Okay. Um, which I was over the moon. Of course. What do we need to do? Um, and she said, "Well, we'll have an interview um, on X day at this time." Well. It was during the work day and I was like, Josh, we have to take a personal day. We have to be home for this. I, this is what I've been waiting for. And so, uh, coincidentally, I got sick that day. Oh. I had a fever. I was, it was no bueno, but I was sucked it up, did my hair. And so, uh, we sat down essentially right where we are right now. And, uh, Mel, who if I would have done research, uh, she would, I would have found her and she works for Oprah. Yeah. Um, Mel said, okay, we're calling. And we just pushed accept and there she was. Boom. And, you know, in the commercial there, you know, Eric is like, oh my God, and all these people are making these big reaction and they didn't use that footage for us because we didn't say anything. We just were like, oh, oh my God. And it was, it was so surreal. And yeah. she is 
as real and kind and authentic as I hope she would. I mean, I can remember rushing home from work with my mom. My, we taped it on the yeah. VCR at four o'clock, Oprah, every day. And so to just grow up watching her and to get to talk to her for that 15 minutes was just craziness. And, yeah. and so, and it came at a time where Josh and I were both kind of in a plateau stall in our, in our journey. And that was really like the kick that we needed to yeah. keep going. But absolutely, yeah, absolutely. it was crazy. And she called us hot. So, uh, hot she, told, she told us her iPad was overheating because <laughs> uh, and she was, I mean, she just, she, you know, she asked what we do now and we said, oh, well, we both run. And she was like, well, I ran a marathon with Bob Green. And I said, I remember. <laughs> and then she's like, well, what was, what was the, at what point in your half marathon do you think you can't go any far? And I was like, mile 10. And she's like, me too. So, I mean, she's just so real and yeah, she's That's wonderful. awesome. That's awesome. So I'm, I hope you enjoy her this weekend. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It'll, just it'll from be what? Great other people have been posting it's you're gonna yeah. laugh and people yeah. are gonna cry and dance and absolutely and i've 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 enjoyed oprah uh for many years as well grew up with mom watching it and, yep. and all the things and i am an a uber emotional kind of guy yeah. <laughs> so like a song will make me cry and all right. kinds of stuff so i've cried with oprah a hundred you're gonna be times. a mess yeah, so there's, I have no problem with that. I cry on the couch sometimes, and my wife will be like, mm, you know, like <laughs> just not in her wheelhouse to do that. Yeah. But anyway, I'm over there just, you know, and, you know, sports movies, all the stuff gets me. But, uh, you know, I, I, what I see in that and what I've seen from all the stops that have gone on before is the inspiration that is, it all really boils back down to the, the, the thing that, that you have to do it, but even before you realize you have to do it, it's that discovery to see that what it takes to do it is actually in you. And that's one of the greatest things about WW is when you when you rip all the levels and the layers away, like, you know, everyone that has accomplished the great things, the epic weight losses and the reclaiming their life and the inability, the straight over to ability to do things and, you know, the the pictures you see on a plane where they don't have to wear the belt or the pictures of somebody completing a marathon or whatever those things are, the, the accomplishments are all just that spark that I feel like that that's dedicated her, her entire life to is like finding yes. that spark in people and igniting it. And, I, you know, I just, I enjoy that kind of thing. And I think it is a passion of mine to be able to share people, share with people, uh, along my journey and that kind of stuff so it's it's great i get to do this every week and uh interview amazing people like you and others and stuff yeah. so it's really cool so all right we'll get past all that i now want to do the, the run through the three things that kind of ww talks how do you do food you can talk about um you know how you prep food and how you prepare food with three kids and a husband and, and you prepare for your week where you have to go and do schools and events and stuff yeah. like that so let's talk about how how your family does food. So food. So we, uh, we Sunday meal prep. Okay. Um, we spend our Sundays kind of doing a family meeting of what's the week look like? How many nights are we home? How many nights are we gone? Um, 
and then we grocery shop and meal prep. That's, and that's what we, this week is a, we are horrible WWers this week. Because, and what does that mean? Because this weekend that we were busy, it was Josh's birthday. We were gone. We did not prep. Therefore, this week has been, we, there's nothing ready. And so, I mean, it's, it's worked out because it's, we've had to shop our pantry and yeah. shop the freezer, but, um, it, it gives you like an anxious feeling like mm -hmm. there's nothing ready at home. What am I going to do for lunch? Yeah. I've had to do Jimmy John's takeout a couple of <laughs> this yeah. week. So, I mean, prepping it's so duh. If you have those things that you have prepped on Sunday available, you're going to make those better choices throughout the week. And um, we were talking in our workshop on Tuesday. Somebody was like, you know, fruit, I don't, fruit's not my favorite. But if it's cut up into a fruit salad, I will eat it all week. And so it's, if you have it ready, you're going to make those better choices. So yeah. that's, that's our Sunday, Sunday prep, hard boiled eggs, cut up the vegetables, put it in the containers so that's ready to go for the week. Okay. That's, that's interesting. So like, um, on weeks like this, which are, yes. you know, it's pretty much a standard thing for people in the real world out there to have things that come up, do that. How, how hard is it for you to battle that, uh, the quick fix, the, oh my gosh, let's just go here and, and knock out this meal or whatever, or let's just eat this. And it's, it's not on point, but I got to feed these kids and get them to bed, you know, like real life right. situations. What's, how do you approach the mindset of that? You know, somebody, just my coworker today who uh, she just recently joined and she came in today and sat down and said, does it get any easier since you, you, if you maintain this, you've got it. And it's like, it, it has become our lifestyle and it so has become more of a habit, mm -hmm. but I said it, I, it's a daily, I have to think about it and yeah. it would be much easier just to swing through the drive through on the way home. But Nope, we have eggs and I can make a omelet and, you know, it, and it, there, you go through times where you think, God, I get sick of thinking about points. I get yeah. sick of having, I can't, I just be normal and not have to think about it. But I have told, I, I I'd much rather think about points and the annoyingness of it than to go back to where I was. And um, my, the, my, my favorite sayings is choose your heart. Yeah. It's that, that is kind of our motto. It, it's all hard. And that's yeah. where, you know, in my workshops, I don't let people say maintaining's harder than lose. No, it's all hard. And what's your heart is no different than somebody else's. And, and I just choose to, it, I'd rather do this than go back to how I was. Yeah, absolutely. What's interesting is how little we can appreciate from the beginning 
what it really means to engage mentally into this journey. Oh my gosh. Like, like in the beginning, you really just can't because you just don't even know all the thoughts that you need to be having. Now, later on, two years down the journey, your mind can go nuts bananas thinking about all the different things. And really, you can grow in a high level of efficiency so that you can be like, oh, okay, I don't need to think about this because I know I got this, 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 track, 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 yes. in my head, da, 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 da. and it becomes easier in that aspect. Right. But the, the, the awareness of actually being present in those moments and that kind of things that, that aren't there from the beginning, that is a harder thing when you think about it that thing it can be taxing because using our brain like that sometimes is taxing on our like psyche yes but the truth about the weight loss part i never ever have a harder day than what i had two years ago in right. any way any because my body is not carrying around 150 extra pounds right so you can't tell me that today is harder than it was two years ago because right. today was easy. I went to the gym and I killed it and all those things. But right. that has nothing to do, zero to do with how I think and approach food and how I think about this journey and that kind of stuff. And that takes effort. Right. And people don't realize that all that mental engagement and engage is my word of the year. And like that engagement and like I have this great analogy of like, you know, like you're going down the river and like you have to flow with the river it's just part of the thing but like it's like you want to take your your rudders and like pull them out so that it slows you down so that you can actually take a little time and observe your surroundings and be present in that moment because life is happening like that right and like you'll just be right up on something and you don't if you don't have the preparation and the forethought to slow this moment down and that's what preparation in food that's how you think yeah. about food that's how you have a plan that's how you have the ability to say no right. uh that kind of stuff so how how do you feel like that part of your journey that that engagement self thing how's that gone it's much easier now mm -hmm. uh just today uh my station was decorating cookies uh, <laughs> for my valentine's day and you know uh i it, you say well there are some days where having that sugar cookie is worth it and mm -hmm. i'm gonna have it but today that does not support my goals and i've gotten to a place where it i don't obsess about it it just I, I can say no. Yeah. And, you know, Josh and I talk about how we, there's, WW will never say that one pillar is more important than the other. Oh, no, no. But the mindset, <laughs> I mean, the mindset, if you don't have that, like you said, you know, my goal is to lose 100 pounds. Okay, great. You do that. Now what? Mm -hmm. Because once, you don't have that weight loss goal. You need to have something that, like you said, you know, it needs yeah. to be more expensive. What what's yeah. what's going to keep you going? So yeah, um, I mean and, that's, and, that the void we create is the healthy habits. The, right. That is that is what we have to do. Is we have to insert healthy habits and what you know, learning that process of what a healthy habit looks like, and even understanding what healthy habits is. And being able to live it and not say that we're moving from abnormal to normal because right. we're not we are not abnormal people abnormal. because we were ha we have we have issues with food and we have 
most likely problems that are going on in our life and overeating is a symptom of that problem. Contribute so, to them. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I want to jump in here for just a second and take a pause and we'll hear from one of our sponsors. Thank you for joining us. We'll be right back. Now a message from our partners. Hey, family, have you heard about my friend Katie? WW Journey of Me. Yeah, after years of struggling with her weight, she fell in love with being on the yoga mat. So now Katie has over 200 free beginner yoga videos for all body types, from gentle chair yoga to her newest series, which is called Yoga Aerobics, for a little more high intensity practice with some aerobic conditioning. You know, Katie believes that yoga doesn't have to be intimidating or hard. You don't even have to be flexible or have great balance to get started. Katie's yoga experience is laid back. It almost feels like practicing together in a living room with, with kids and pets. So look up my friend Katie. You can find her on Instagram at, at @wwjourneyofme or on YouTube, Yoga Journey of Me. Now back to our host, WW Phil. Whatever, but like, what do you feel like some of the things that you've uncovered over this journey that you no longer medicate with food? I. I have learned to, I've learned that exercise, which segue into activity, yeah. uh, exercise has become what I choose to, you know, we say food, oh, well, you're hung, you're sad food, happy food, yeah. anxious food. And I have substituted exercise for any of those feelings. You know, just today I text uh, our my instructor for my workout class. Is there a class on Saturday? I, she said, yes. I said, good. And because it has become like my therapy. And yeah. and it is my, it, it's what I have substituted um, for food. And you're right. You, you need to find, you were using food when you were feeling a certain feeling or a certain issue. And you need to find something to substitute that, take that place mm -hmm. in order to yeah. I mean, conquer that. Yeah, I, that, that, I, what's funny is the whole thing, which many of us have, as adults uh, will forfeit because it's not easy and it, right. it doesn't bring joy when it brings pain and that kind of stuff. So a lot of extra exercise beyond just walking becomes the normal for people uh, to just give up. And right. not do. So the truth about exercise and that kind of stuff, and you probably see this with all your seven or eight-year-olds that you deal, is like it, exercise and getting that energy out brings you back to your normal space. Like yes. your kids probably drive you crazy on days when they don't get to go outside and have recess. Absolutely. You know? 100%. Like, and that's, that's and that, a natural thing. And that joy and the fun is all natural. You don't have to convince those kids that running around and acting crazy is something they should do. It's something they get to do and they enjoy doing it. And somewhere as adults, we make exercise an evil empire that we don't want to participate in. Yeah. Right. right. And, and that's what I tell all my members, you know, uh, for as far as activity, you need to find something whether it is swimming, biking, Zumba, running, whatever that you enjoy, because mm -hmm. if it's not something that you enjoy, you will find 12 excuses, reasons to cancel it. Yeah. And, you know, like I was saying with our, we schedule it in the, 
through for the week who's working out when what classes are we going to because it's a priority and you know many people say well I, I need to get home I don't have time I we are always the first people that we end up canceling on and mm -hmm. and I just made the decision I am not going to cancel on myself anymore I am a priority and it's not selfish no. I'm doing this for my mental health also I mean it truly is um, contributes to my mental health and and I'm not gonna to cancel on it so so finding a exercise that you enjoy is probably one of the most important ways to continue to be successful and and to be active yeah so for you it's it's typically just like street running or running on a treadmill and then also zumba you said yes and there's a new revolution called high fitness that is it's a it's like aerobics but with like way higher intensity and okay. so it's it's kick your butt high intensity interval training and um to fun music and i look forward to it and i have a whole class full of friends that comes and like i said it's the highlight of my week and and running running um i'm kind of a fair weather runner so yeah. it's been the treadmill lately yeah <laughs> but during the summer we uh we have a in our town uh, almost four mile lake that is just gorgeous and so we we go out there and now are y'all south of seattle or north of seattle south of seattle we're about an hour north of portland okay i can never say it i said it the other day to jayanna is it payulup nope puyallup puyallup i said i'll never learn it Puyallup. one of my friends one of my friends lives there and i need to come visit okay. so that's probably not too far from y'all right it's not it's like an hour almost two hours from us yeah and then uh, my wife has a cousin that lives like an hour uh north of seattle in like the mountains and like they okay. are always out taking pictures on mount scott and all kinds of places like it's just ridiculous like the beautiful it is, picture we live in like as depressing as the rain is it's a gorgeous part of the country and we i take it for granted yeah I mean, have you always been there yeah yeah i actually um i live in the house that i grew up in wow yes that's pretty awesome I know. yeah so, so how did you the how did you and mr mr get fit for a lifetime meet i know he should be putting the baby to bed and then he said he might crash the party so oh, okay uh think of the devil <laughs> get out here oh it's a baby i love it uh, hi girl Hey. <laughs> I'm not tiny. You're not asleep. Yeah, you're not sleepy. Go. <laughs> um, Josh and I. And I was like, no. 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 I need my blankie. Go. Okay. <laughs> I'm not over. Um, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh and I actually, uh, we've known each other since we were in preschool. Oh, wow. Okay we awesome. yes we have a picture of us we were standing next to each other in our four-year-old preschool class which is just crazy yeah. um and then we got reacquainted in high school started dating our sophomore junior year of high school and 
then when we graduated, we went our separate ways to college. Um, I actually went to college on a golf scholarship. Oh, wow. Okay. I played golf. Yes. Um, and then after two years, I was like, I want to be with him. So I transferred to where he was and uh, we both finished our teaching degrees there and got, oh, got married. So got married our last year of college and and then when we graduated we just decided whoever got a job first that's where we would move to never in a million years thinking that we would be back home really and so wow we moved home and then my dad got a new job and our house was on the market and and we Bye. bought it so we are back home cool which well that's pretty awesome yeah. yeah so but <clears throat> we talked about fitness um you have the things that you can do what what about running like brings you the joy and then share with the people like what a what are the feelings that you get when you don't get it and how how do you compensate for those how do you fill that gap i mean the the runner's high i mean is it is real and yeah. and not almost equally is like the the pride that i get that what my body can do and mm. and when i think about how far in the four years since i started this journey i have come and that is why i continue and oh boy if i don't get to it it messes with your head so much yeah on on weeks where life is crazy and i don't get to i mean and and if josh joins you um he uh had a hernia in december and so he was not able to exercise and that messed with his mind so much yeah um, and and you're right you have to find something you have to not let that no, totally derail your progress and yeah you know dur during those weeks i just try to okay well i need to just make sure that my food is in check or or get it wherever you can you know walks at lunchtime 20 mm -hmm. minute walk is better than nothing or um youtube workout videos in the playroom or <laughs> just wherever yeah. you can it's something's better than than nothing yeah, and I think it's I think it's really I think it's really healthy, um, and I would say it's really critical. But it, it, whatever, it's really healthy as you start to incorporate any level of fitness to really just like soak it in and see how you are feeling it. Because for me, I didn't work out the first year at all. Lost hundred pounds. That's a great thing. Da 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 da. da. But I knew that I needed to set a goal. At some point, I was going to have to get active. Uh, right. Uh, I had to start working on that hard and getting that getting the cardio and that kind of stuff and but like running on a treadmill I, I had bad knees and things like yeah. that so I didn't I didn't want to do that I wanted to find something that I knew I could do so you know a lot of people think well I'm gonna go to the gym and lift weights I'm gonna do that five or six times a week da, 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 da. for me that was never ever gonna be sustainable and there's plenty of days in the year where I could go. And there's plenty of times in the day that I could go because I go to I'm a member of a 24 hour gym and also a member of the Y's. And there's lots of opportunities yeah. to go. But I knew that if I if I set just a, a regular goal of I want to work out with my trainer one time a week and I want to go 
a couple of other times a week. And in 2019, I went to the gym 136 times. And so, I mean, that's, that is up from four times, which are the four times I went in December uh, of 2018. So I went four times in 2018, none in 2017, 16, 15, or 13. Uh, I don't, I can't remember back 2012, but you know, all of those years I did not go to the gym one time at all. And then to be able to bring it up and know that that level of going three times a week for only 30 minutes at a time. And I posted a video today of what I do when I do the workout. Like it is hard. It is real hard. And sometimes it's real heavy weight. And sometimes it's, it's against the clock and time. And sometimes it's against reps and I change all that up, but, it, but I make it all fit. And what, what, what brings me back is I always leave there and I remember this moment, and this is the moment that I would like really crave for people to get to, that moment to where the the conversation that we have in our head to talk us out of doing it is eliminated, to where you can actually just go to the gym without the thought of not going, and then you get done, and you're like, oh, I didn't try to talk myself out of that. Because that that is that is whatever that is, that is that seed that somewhere grew in our life between childhood and adulthood. Right. Yeah. Have you been able to, you've been able to eliminate that from yourself that you don't talk yourself out of going? Totally. I, there, there's hardly ever a time where I talk myself out of it. Yeah. And, and if there's ever a night where, because I mean, let's be real. I'm human. I work full time. I have three children. There are some nights where I don't want to, but I know how I feel after I'm done. And it's that feeling that you crave mm-hmm. and, and that, that keeps you, keeps you going. Yeah. I mean, like Saturday morning, I guarantee you there's going to be a gym at this hotel that I'm staying at before we go to the Oprah event. I guarantee you, I will go to that gym and I'll hit it in 20, 15, 30 minutes, whatever it is that I do. Because for one, I want to say I went to the gym today. Right. I went to the gym on the day that I hung out with Oprah, you know, like right. why? I mean, just because right. uh, that kind of stuff, but it, it, the feeling that I get, you know, really helps me. Um, I don't, I don't personally have to combat the the thought process of, and you can talk about this, like the comp combat, the process. And a lot of people, I know I've heard them say this, the thing of like, I work out more so I can eat more, which is not a good thing to do. Um, you know, so, uh, but I don't, I don't have that problem. I don't work out more to eat more. Uh, I keep those those two totally separate, and I don't mm-hmm. I don't even convert fit points over to to, uh, to eating points or nothing like that. Um, so, but what does it what does it mean for you? Like in that moment, like the the accomplished, I did this. Like, it does that? Do you get that feeling of like I've shown up for me and I did this? Totally, and yeah. it's those it's those moments that that you almost get addicted to. Mm-hmm. Of that you, I love that feeling so much. Um, I had a gal message me after our workout class the other night and say how strong she thought I was, and I yeah. just—it almost brought tears to my eyes. That yeah, what a compliment that was. That somebody views me as strong, and how it, I would have never in a million years thought that four years ago at. 195 pounds that somebody would view me mm-hmm. as strong and and that is like i said it's an it's almost an addiction that yeah. i love i love that feeling afterwards and um 
and how it has just totally become a lifestyle change. Like you said, you're going to work out when you're on vacation. Yeah. We went to Mexico and we worked out in, yeah. who are we? Who yeah. works on vacation? We do yeah. because that is our life now. And, and it's, it's not something that it, it's just habit and our new normal. Yeah. That, uh, that's just part of our life now. And it's fun. Yeah, it is. It really is. It really is. So what, what does it mean for you uh, to be like part of this community and use Instagram as a, a place for hello, Josh, come on in, sir. <laughs> Hi. I'm not Oprah, but you know. <laughs> How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. It's good to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. Awesome. So I was just wondering, like, for y'all, like, you can both share. Uh, we got about 12 minutes, and then I'll give you a minute to ask me a question if you want. But um, just what does it mean to, like, to tell your story and use Instagram and use WW? Because I feel like there's there's a healthy way to, like, share your story. For one, it gets it out of us, and it gets it out into the world. That's basically uh, uh, the equivalent of, like, goal setting and goal achieving. When you say those things and you believe them and, and activate them into your life, like, how have y'all used social media to do that? Um, well, like I said, I, I started this, uh, this Instagram account two years ago and it, it started out as an accountability for me mm -hmm. and, and it quickly spiraled into inspiring other people. And, and by, by sharing my story, I, I just I just want to portray that if I can do it, anybody can. And yeah. it's so cliche and sounds yeah. so silly, but it is. I mean, and that I just this company and this program has completely changed our lives, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I just I just want to share it I don't know. hey that's right that's right <laughs> it and, sounds so dumb but... <laughs> uh, no 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 totally and like the 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 truth about i mean i don't know i don't know how many people actually ever watch these i mean it's not five or six hundred people watch these and then several people watch the youtube video and that kind of stuff but yeah. the the interesting part to me is for me as i've grown in instagram followers and got you know ten thousand or whatever the the amount of people that that actually will take the time and say that some word, somewhere along my week or my journey or whatever that I said is like so mean for the meaningful to them. And I was like, well, it was meaningful to me because I said it, you know, I didn't say it because it's just words. Uh, so I'm glad. And like, and I always ask people, almost everyone that messages me, like for the first time they message me, I'm like, tell me about your journey. Yeah. And for me, that's just a way for me to find out about them, which is the whole reason I started doing this is I just found some inspiring people and I said, I want to interview you. So, yeah. you know, even, even though I wasn't important at all when I started this <laughs> with 700 followers or whatever I had the first one I did, you know, but the, the truth is, is like this, this is a selfish thing for me to be able to get to do this. Yeah. And that's, that's what I feel like I want to ignite that flame in people because the more you tell your story, the more you actually believe it. And the more you believe it, the further you separate yourself from quitting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can't even like what Emily was saying about like you asked her about the social media thing, and I I'm nowhere near the thousands and thousands of followers and shit. Literally, I have followers because yeah. I met Oprah, and people are like, "Oh, yeah. you've met Oprah. I want to follow you." <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, but no, I I just think that because I didn't get it at first. She's like, "I have a social media." I'm like, "She's like, I have Instagram." I'm like, I know you have Instagram, dear. And she's like, yeah. "But I have a Weight Watcher one." I'm like, "What?" And so yeah. um, and I was like, "I don't get it. Why do people even follow you? You just." post your food and yeah. you post your workouts and that's all you do. But yeah. you know, as, and I don't know if she talked about this at all, but you know, we've tried everything. Like we've done yeah. it all. Like I, in college I did, uh, I did Nutrisystem and we've done Advocare, you know, and yeah. the reason I know that people follow these social media pages is because weight loss is hard. Yeah. It's so hard. And so any tricks or tips or hints that people can get, you know, if they like to know that Emily likes bananas and peanut butter wraps because she posts them every single day because that's what she's eaten. Um, yeah. And they know, hey, if she does it, then maybe I can do that. And, yeah. you know, weight loss is hard. And Jackson's here. Go. We'll be there in a second. No. Uh, leave, okay, leave it on the camera. Yeah. Um, but, no, but what I was saying but is. But also uh, oh. knowing that. And that's why I try to post when it gets hard to. And mm -hmm. I think it's so, I get, almost I get even more comments or messages on days yes. where I'm like, I'm struggling today. I am in a funk. Mm -hmm. I, you know, and people, yeah. it helps for people to know that even someone who looks like I've got it all figured out, I'm lifetime gamey, even, I struggle that it's helpful to them. Yeah, and I would just, you know, just echo that. And Amy, I see you, by the way, commenting. I just want to let you know I see you. The copy mama. I love her. She's adorable. I got her coming on sometime, maybe in the future. Yeah. But no, yeah, just like one thing is we're both teachers. And I'm a high school teacher, and I do leadership. And we talk about, like, why aren't kids, like, the real them real selves at school? And it's because they don't have a space to be vulnerable. And I feel like for me, that's what WW is for people with weight problems. It's yeah. a place for me to go in and say, I, I struggle with my weight and I know you do too. And I know you have yeah. as well. And so let's talk about it. And it allows you to really like just open up because it's hard to share a story about your, your weight journey to someone who's never been overweight. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's what I love so much is that you literally have a room full of people who all get it, they've all been there. Yeah. And um, and that's powerful, just just to yeah. have that, com you know, we talk about common experience a lot in education, like that common yeah. experience that links us all together. And um, and dang it, we got it. Yeah. And so uh, to have a room full of people that can laugh and cry and celebrate each other and say, you got this, um, is huge, so. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I and mean, that's that's great. And, and WW brings us together on the Connect app, like there's literally almost any topic that you could choose. Mm -hmm. You could search and probably find a group that has at least a, a substantial number of people in there that are specific to that. That's well less than the, the number of people that you could find on Instagram or Facebook or whatever in groups and things like that. So it's it's a great time to be to be doing this uh, with with all the, the tools that are out there. Uh, I was just wondering for you, Josh, like what, what do you think has been one of the key things like to overcome? Like, I know she said you'd had a, a setback kind of physically and that kind of stuff to like get re-engaged. Cause it yeah. seemed like last week you showed a pretty good loss as you kind of re-engaged with, 
what's going on. So like, it sounds like your body still knows what to do. Uh, You just had to kind of make your mind, tell the body what to do to get back on track. So what did you do? Yeah. So I, I got like, I wouldn't say dark in like a sense that like I wasn't happy with myself, but I was got in a dark place in the sense that when I got my hernia, I got a hernia back in, I got diagnosed back in September and I wasn't able to get it fixed because I coach pretty much consistently. Uh, sorry, I do like sports coaching um, through the whole fall. And yeah. um, and I wasn't able to get it fixed because I couldn't be off my feet for two weeks. So I was like, I just have to put it off, put it off, put it off. And so I wasn't able to really work out. And when my workout stopped, I saw that the gains start to happen. And then I started yeah. eating poorly. And, you know, we talk about um, social media being, and I, I use this analogy all the time, is like, Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat and it's, yeah. it's like our high it's like our highlight reel and yeah. so the thing that we don't want to do is we don't want to post those low lights and so I was in just you know if you look at my Instagram it's like I used to post all the time and then all of a sudden from September till now you're like crickets where, where, yeah. where'd you go <laughs> like I think I think Dane WW dad's like Josh where'd you go and I'm like I'm yeah. still here man I'm still here so um but no uh like, like Emily said, like when you post those struggles, people want to know that you're real, like that you're a real yeah. person and they can relate because um, one thing about that first post back that I had was me re-entering the gym saying, hey, I'm up 30 pounds from August yeah. and I'm I'm not happy about it, but it is what it is and we're going to move forward. Um, you know, on Instagram, you have that option to link it to your Facebook page and I didn't mean to. I never do any of my weight loss stuff to my Facebook page just because I like to keep it separate. You know, yeah. that, and so, and I accidentally linked it to my Facebook page and I didn't realize it. So many people reached out via text, via social comments. media. Yeah, 40 comments. They're like, dude, wow. you got this. Like, thank you so much. Like, I was going to quit WW and now, like, I know I can because, like, we all have setbacks. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's so important. And I heard you guys talking at the beginning when I was watching on the, on the stream. <laughs> I, I heard you guys talking about track, you know, we say all the time, all the time, track, 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 track. Um, but also just being like, you know, even if you are in a place where you can't track or whatever, just yeah. being cautious or conscience, conscientious, conscientious, there we, go, there we go, of what you're doing is so yeah. important. And, you know, um, I'm not going to say I've, you know, and I know I say this in my meetings all the time. I'm not going to say I've never sat in my car and shoved something in my face that I shouldn't. Um, mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, we have those food addictions and those cravings and they happen and yeah. own it and move on. Own it, move that's on. Right. So that's, right. that's been the biggest thing for me is, hey, I gained 30 pounds. You know what? And last yeah. week I lost almost six. And now here we go again. So let's, let's roll. But, that's right. And, and you got to get back on track. So that way when the summertime comes around, you know, yeah. Oprah can call you hot again. That's right. <laughs> highlight of my oh, life. Man, y'all, highlight y'all of my whole life. Yeah, highlight my whole life. Hot, yeah. hot, hot, hot. 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 Woo! My phone. <laughs> Uh, anyway, y'all are the best. I, y'all are adorable, and I love following y'all's journey. And it's just the the, the best thing. And uh, I love that y'all are both coaches and that kind of stuff. But the fact that you just share your lives with us and you're real, uh, that's that's really the, the coolest part. Um, and I would encourage anybody, you know, to follow y'all. If uh, anybody that's following me, if it doesn't follow them, y'all follow them. They're uh, pretty pretty cool follows. If y'all have any questions right now, we got like a minute and a half before Instagram shuts us off at an hour. But what do you want to know about me? No questions. I feel like um, nobody ever wants to ask questions about me. Nobody does. <laughs> Everybody's always caught off guard. I'm like, you have to ask one that was a good question. Um, what? Um, Y'all are both coaches. Dig deeper. I know. I, know. Well, I was. I wasn't ready. Uh, 
No, I <laughs> can't flood it out to. I'm not in a work. I'm not in a workshop full of people. I didn't know what was going on. Um, what uh, what was your first big change in, or what was your like wake up call? What was the thing that made you say, "I got to do this right now"? Okay, so I did WW for about two months, about two and a half years before I joined this time. And I had zero experience with WW. I didn't even know that the company really existed before that. But my mother-in-law had done WW, and she lost some weight. So my wife said, hey, you could do WW. Just go to these meetings. I was like, okay. Got there. It was all women. and But I lost like 20-something pounds. Then we moved across town, and I, and I quit and all the things. But then things got worse and worse and worse. So spiral ahead to November of 2017, and I was starting to just feel bad. I couldn't do some of the things I wanted to do. It just felt bad. And I knew that when I'd lost the 25 pounds earlier that I felt better. I was like, I want to do that again. So that's really the only thing that I knew is I wanted to feel better. And I lost, you know, 40 pounds in my first 16 weeks. And for me, it was really crucial. Uh, a pivotal thing was I saw that that uh, my success story book was 16 weeks long back then. And I lost 40 pounds. I was like, this is a book. I came every day. I did this. I lost 15 out of 16 pounds, 40 pounds. Let's do that again. I was like, this is duplicable. And duplicatable. Anyway, uh, I can't. All the words are hard for me too. But anyway, that's the thing. Like I just said, I'm going to do this. And I've been chasing blue dots since January of 2018. I have had it every day with the blue dot. Every day, over 800 days. Blue dot. Isn't that amazing. Better man than me. Better man. Yeah. So I don't know. I might have to give that up. Oh man, what a wonderful conversation with Emily and joined in with Josh. So good to speak with you guys and hear how you guys do WW. They're both WW rock stars and WW coaches. So you should follow them. If you want to find them on the gram, Emily is at www.emilys.healthy.habits. And you can find Josh at at WW underscore Josh getting fit. Thanks guys. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the WW Phil podcast, your guide to feel good. This podcast is not sponsored or affiliated with WW or any other brand. All statements and opinions on this show are those of Phil alone. Those who follow the WW program can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Phil has lost weight on a prior program and continues to use WW. 